instant herd immunity and why it'll never happen. This is the Soapbox for the week of March 1st, 2021. While out at dinner with some fellow super spreader friends, the absurdly obvious solution to achieving immediate herd immunity from COVID and ending all of this was stumbled upon. And then, of course, immediately dismissed because obvious reasons. As we were violating orders and dining indoors at, by the way, a completely packed and non-socially distanced restaurant, we spewed droplets all over each other and those around us as we laughed uproariously and loudly. And as we did, we kept noticing that we were literally the only four people who walked in without masks and never put one on as we made our way to and from our booth, the restroom, the front door, etc., we discussed our shared visceral disdain at people who remain sheepishly compliant, even when there is no reason at all to do so. This restaurant didn't even have the obligatory masks mandatory sign posted, nor were they enforcing any guidelines. And yet, the self-enforcement was essentially 99.9%. We were the only ones, the 0.1%. Even as we were leaving, we couldn't help but eye-roll our way through the parking lot as we saw people walking outside, alone, wearing their damn masks. Complacent isn't a strong enough word at this point. During dinner, one woman actually got up to go to the bathroom, took a few steps, and then realized she wasn't wearing a mask. As she, of course, walked right by all of us dining maskless, far closer to her by three feet, let alone six feet. So she stopped in her tracks, grabbed a napkin from the only empty table in the place, and covered her face with it as she went on her way. Oh, oh, how gracious... I'm not making this up. She returned a few minutes later with the same napkin being held over her nose and mouth, and I think I literally and, and totally accidentally actually laughed right in her face when I saw it. Fortunately, though, if I had been infected, she is safe because I had a bowl of pasta in front of me during the time, and of course we all know the presence of food somehow kills the COVID because science! During dinner, we discussed the lunacy of everything we're being told about the vaccine, and Wondered how in the world our society remains so willfully ignorant. Oh, by the way, I should probably mention at this point that one of the super spreaders at the table is a doctor. With that said, here's a quick reminder. These are facts according to the Centers for Disease Control, a.k.a. the CDC. The vaccine protects you from getting sick if you contract COVID-19. You can still get the virus, but your body will fight it off with antibodies and you'll be fine. The vaccine does not protect anyone other than you, in less than until about 75% of the entire population has had the vaccine, thus not quite killing the virus, but weakening it to the point where we have what we call herd immunity. For those reasons, we are told that even after getting vaccinated, we must wear masks, since we're still able to spread the virus. Now, based on the science they're telling us, as much as that might piss some of us off, it makes sense. In fact, none other than Dr. Doom himself, Anthony Fauci, said last week that Americans should expect to wear masks into 2022. And he went even further by refusing to say that life will ever be normal again in America, if you're defining normal as what this country looked like in 2019. Oh, he's an uplifting guy, isn't he? <laughs> ah, oh, he has something positive to say. You know, we've come to expect dire prophecies from Fauci. He's a glass-half-empty, be-as-scared-as-possible type of person. Not to mention he's on probably the biggest power trip of his lifetime. Additionally, his gloom and doom predictions are almost always spot on because, after all, he's the guy who's making the very policies that are then enacted. I mean, this would be like me predicting what's going to be on the rad radio show tomorrow. Trust me, I'll be right. 
Now, don't get me Fauci. I, I mean wrong. Don't get me wrong. That's what I that's what I meant. Fauci has made many dire predictions that haven't come true. But those have been about various facts and virus spreads and results, you know, things out of his control, not policies. Fauci said many times, for example, that Florida was behaving recklessly with the virus and that California was the gold standard. And yet, nearly a year later, wide open Florida has identical case and death rates when compared to vastly locked down California. Oh, and speaking of Florida... It's been more than three weeks since that pesky Super Bowl and all of the subsequent super spreader events that we were told by Fauci were going to lead to another nationwide surge as those folks went back home. And we are all still waiting for that surge. Nationally, locally, anywhere, Lee. I think we'll be waiting for a while for that one. So all of this got us thinking aloud at the dinner table and swiftly evaluating yet again how wrongly we're handling this as a nation. In the past six weeks, the goalpost for herd immunity has been moved from this summer to this fall to Christmas. Meanwhile, the goalpost for losing the masks has been moved from when we reach herd immunity to 2022. Those things don't even match up. Further confusing things is the CDC guidance that if you've been vaccinated and are then knowingly exposed to the virus, you no longer need to quarantine, even though you're still contagious. See, since you're still contagious, that's why you need to wear a mask, even though you don't have to quarantine huh what if the masks worked that well then why isn't everything open everywhere and we all just wear masks don't answer that it's a rhetorical softball the reason the herd immunity goalpost has been moved has been for the most part the universal disinterest that americans have shown to getting it other than the elderly between 30 and 70 percent of all other americans depending on which poll you check out or which survey you read or which report from healthcare workers of all people they have no interest in getting the vaccine for a variety of reasons that we won't get into right now. Just they don't want it. So let's apply a little of that now extinct common sense thinking that we in the Rad family so stubbornly cling to. If the ultimate key to normalcy is having the virus under control and weakened via herd immunity, and if herd immunity is most swiftly and assuredly achieved via the vaccine, why not incentivize the skeptical people to get vaccinated? After all, those who are most at risk of the virus are the ones actually getting vaccinated, as they should. Those who are most resistant to the vaccine are those who are either not afraid of the virus or not sure of the vaccine or just not seeing the reason to get the shots since it changes nothing in their opinion. So, here's my advice to you, President Biden. I have your solution to near-instant herd immunity. Announce that life in America will return to complete normalcy immediately upon 75% of all Americans getting the vaccine. Get some wizards at MIT to make you a mathematical chart or formula or whatever and pinpoint the date that that's achievable based on having enough vaccines, endless demand for it, and lines out the door of Americans who want to get it. And then make that announcement. Say, if 75% of you get the vaccine, everything will be back to normal. Concerts, travel, sporting events... No masks. It looks like 2019, and this is all going to happen on September 1st of this year, 2021. Make your travel plans now because Labor Day weekend is going to be epic. You make that speech, and you watch vaccinations skyrocket. Additionally, announce an immediate change to public policy, effective right away. Once you are vaccinated, you no longer wear a mask. Anyone who is afraid of the virus and hasn't been vaccinated 
tell them take all precautionary measures to protect themselves, including but not limited to self-isolating until they either receive the vaccine or herd immunity is reached and the vaccine or the, rather the virus won't harm them. This allows the nation to instantly boom and keeps everyone safe. The science is sound. The vaccine protects the vaccinated. If you're not vaccinated and you're not afraid of the virus, then you don't care about catching it. But you do care about getting your life back. So you'll get the damn vaccine and rip that damn mask off your face. Those very few who are afraid of the virus and who for some reason haven't been vaccinated will happily stay home and away from the deadly vid until they can get the vaccine. Those afraid of the vaccine more than the virus will reconsider that when their very return to life is offered as an incentive. It's perfectly logical, sound, and reasonable. And for this reason, it will never happen. Fauci himself revealed in an interview last week that even though he's fully vaccinated, as is his wife, he's fully protected from the virus, he essentially refuses to leave his house. The mis-messaging on this is stunning. The almighty Dr. Fauci gets fully vaccinated and then tells people he's still so afraid of the virus that he essentially does nothing. Well, how the hell does that motivate anyone to want to get the damn vaccine? He says he doesn't let visitors into his home unless they've received the vaccine, which makes no scientific sense. Talks about how he only visits the grocery store during off-peak hours, limits the number of trips he made. What? He even, he even said that he's avoiding all air travel, and he cautioned Americans against pre-planning summer vacations. Oh, more joyful prophecies from the good doctor. Why? Why? Because... The reason, the very reason that my totally logical recommendation won't happen is that it returns the power and the freedom to us to make our own decisions and live our lives freely. Whether we ever get that back remains to be seen, but if we do, it'll be at the very last possible moment. And that's what's sad and evil. If this were really about getting the country back to 2019... My proposed policy would be implemented at once, but it isn't, and so it won't be. And this was proven the day after Fauci said he doesn't leave his house when he declared that vaccinated people better not go to the movies, better not dine indoors. Once again, how does this make people want to get the vaccine? He used the same reasoning they've been using for a year. To protect others. You are your brother's keeper. God, I'm so tired of that. Fauci said, quote, there are things, even if you're vaccinated, that you're not going to be able to do in society. For example, indoor dining, theaters, places where people congregate. That's because of the safety of society. End quote. Oh, the altruism. So if you missed it, if you're vaccinated, you should stay home so that you protect me. Someone who doesn't want to be protected from COVID. Makes total sense. Could I interest you in just one more punch to the gut? Last summer, I predicted that America would never fully recover from mask wearing, and that at the very least, we should all be prepared for mandatory mask wearing seasons. Well, sure enough, this week, Dr. Paul Offit, who is the director of the Vaccine Education Center at Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, said we will want to wear masks every winter to protect ourselves and our loved ones against all sorts of respiratory viruses. Lest you think that all remains lost, there are still emerging signs that more and more people of prominence are stepping up and speaking loudly enough to be heard questioning America's continued response to the virus. A few weeks ago, we spoke on the air of the rift between Fauci and Dr. Michael Osterholm, 
the latter of whom has been in lockstep with Fauci for about a year, and is also part of Biden's COVID advisory team as well. When Fauci said to wear two masks, Osterholm publicly said that made no sense. Of course, he hasn't been seen or heard from since, but that isn't stopping others. Last week, Dr. Martin Macquarie, a professor at the Johns Hopkins School of Medicine, considered for the last year as one of the most respected and trusted on COVID, predicted that COVID-19 would be mostly gone by April, and that America will have achieved herd immunity. Days later, Dr. Scott Gottlieb, who used to be the commissioner of the FDA and spent 2020 being widely critical of President Trump's handling of the pandemic, said that infection rates will continue to plummet and even went so far as to say, quote, we've injected about a third of the country. That's enough. Once you get to about 40 percent of the population with some sort of protected immunity, you don't have herd immunity because it will continue to transfer, but it will transfer at a much slower rate, end quote. He said the virus will continue to spread but those at risk will be protected, and life can return to normal by summer's end. Naomi Wolf, one of the longest and most reliable liberals who has worked on or with every prominent Democrat in the last 30 years, including both of the Clintons, has recently been loudly warning that the science behind lockdowns is non-existent, and she fears that the U.S. is teetering on totalitarianism. It is possible that pandemic fatigue is finally starting to hit critical mass and cause many of the formerly most committed to being terrified of the virus to reconsider their positions. Now, it doesn't appear that we have reason yet to be even cautiously optimistic. Preparing for the worst is still the best course of action, but how much longer such negativity will remain manageable and tolerable is unknowable. More and more states, along political lines, of course, are announcing ends to mask mandates and restrictions, causing both cheers and uproars, and of course, dire warnings from Dr. Fauci. Your summer vacation plans will probably basically be dictated by choosing an open state and then deciding if you're willing to mask up to get there via a plane or if you're going to drive. One thing that's for certain is that all of the arguing, fighting, and viral videos over masks in 2020 will pale in comparison to the same in 2021, heightened by an equal number of arguments, incidents, and ended relationships over vaccines. All, once again, fueled entirely by horrifically bad messaging and an endless amount of misinformation, all in the name of science. 